Land Water Conservation District Board of Supervisors. Good afternoon, Tracy. Hi, thank you. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. We will um, open now for public expression. This is uh, on items not on the agenda today. Is there anyone who wishes to address the board on, on, on the flood control item? Yes, it's flood control. It's not the uh, it's not the new CDA regulations. Those are later. Well, let's come on to the podium, Jack. Members includes flood control as well as sea level rise. So, uh, if you can direct me as to when I should be doing that. Uh, you can do it now and then later. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Um, uh, we, we all are familiar with uh, the inevitable of uh, floods and uh, sea level rise. And uh, back in uh, um, 2002, uh, after attending uh, many meetings, I prepared a summary, uh, one page, which has, I believe, been provided to the members of the board, uh, specifically referring to changes that were being proposed and have since not changed, I found out a few days ago, and regarding the uh, the 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 code, section 22, uh, and I attended a, and provided uh, uh, my comments uh, focusing on that during a webinar that was held uh, that included the board as well as the planning commission regarding the uh, title 22 of the development code. This is very serious, it is very important it has not been changed. It will affect people like me, not only in Southern Marin, but throughout all of Marin County, which includes, of course, Novato, San Rafael, Salsalito, uh, Mill Valley, and, of course, uh, along um, West, uh, West Marin. Now, the, these, the changes that I proposed and I asked you to evaluate will have major legal and economic impacts on owners of waterfront property. I'm one of them uh, and other property as well that will be uh, related to sea level rise and as a result of the special purpose and combining the district chapter 22.14. Mr. Crystal. Referring also to pages 11 to 64 through 11 to 66. Okay. So we're out, of, we're out of time now, Mr. Crystal. Why don't you come back when we take that item up a little later this afternoon and continue? Very good. Right. Thank you. Okay. Thank you very much. Okay. Any Board of Supervisors matters? Not seeing any. We'll go right to the manager's report. Hi, Hi there. I just wanted to make a note. I did have a PowerPoint presentation. I don't know if it's available. I can do my presentation without the PowerPoint. But Okay, great. Thank you. Um, I don't 
let's just leave it here for the first item, but for, the, for my report, hi, my name is Tracy Clay. I'm the division manager for the Flood Control and Water Resource Division. Um, first, I'm gonna talk about our maintenance activities so far this summer. We are complete with our fire fuel reduction program that started in June and we finished it in July. And uh, we have started our creek maintenance work um, in July and we're gonna be continuing that through October 15th. Um, our pump maintenance projects are well underway. Um, we have pulled eight pumps so far. Excuse me, this is pretty close. We've pulled eight pumps so far and they're inspected and being repaired right now. Uh, and we have scheduled installation prior to September the 15th. And we have a zone three investment strategy subcommittee meeting tomorrow at um, one o'clock, Wednesday the 16th. And we will be working with the advisory boards over the next month confirming the fall advisory board meeting schedule and we will report back to you in September when we come back to your board. That's all I have for my uh, manager's report. Back to your slides to advance while you're giving uh, the report. No, I just wanted that one. That one now covered. I need the next slide. I think we lost them. Okay, um, but this is the next item. I see. Okay, uh, any questions uh, for the manager's report? I'm not seeing any here. Is there any public comment on the manager's report? All right, thank you. Okay, then let's move on then to uh, item 10B. Okay, um, I'm ready for the PowerPoint. Okay, the, this is uh, item 10D, it's Montrose Environmental. This is a professional, in service, a professional services agreement um, for monitoring post-construction at Paper Mill Creek in Novato. You wanna, next slide please. Um, this Paper Mill Creek is a stormwater improvement project that rebuilt an inlet to a culvert with a better trash rack and wing walls and berms. And I think this specific contract that we're talking to is talking about is for, um, is for mitigation monitoring post-construction that's required by permits. And you'll see this theme over and over again as I go through the agenda today. Our requirements are getting more and more stringent. This was a very simple project. Um, we cut down six trees because the wing wall of the project uh, had, was there were trees in that alignment. We had to replant the trees on a five to one ratio. Um, that means we had to replant 30 trees. And, um, and luckily we were able to find a site in Pacheco Valley Preserve working with Parks and Open Space to plant these trees nearby. But um, due to our permit requirements, we have to monitor this for five years. And um, because of this, we're asking you to, to award this contract for a five-year term. So next slide. So this is the recommendation we have before you today, and I'm not gonna read it. This is a format I'll go throughout the rest of the presentation on the recommendations so you can have them before you. And, but one thing I will point out, this is a $60,000 contract because we cut down six trees. So <laughs> that's, I'm just, I'm, it's, this is an education for all of us. <laughs> Are you saying that's a substantial amount or not a substantial amount? I feel like it's a substantial amount of professional services, but it's what it takes to do the work. 
six years of monitoring and reporting for um, permit requirements. Mm -hmm. Okay, and so is my understanding you're gonna go through all of these slides for all of these separate items and then we're gonna vote one at a time on each? Yes. Or? Okay, all right, well then. That concludes this item. Okay. Uh, any questions on this item? Nope, pretty straightforward. Are you gonna get open space and parks to mo do the monitoring or is this what Montro does? That's what Montrose does. Okay. All right, great. Ten, okay, 10 e. Open time. Well, see, this is why I'm confused. Are we doing these one at a time like normal, or yes. are you presenting them? Okay. Yes. Is there any public comment on this? On this item. Okay. On this item. Let's press them all speakers. There are no speakers in the queue. Okay. We have one in front of us. Something that came to mind, and which is along with the extending the oversight, will the <coughs> warranty for their work continue for that same period of time? Okay, we're gonna close public comment. Tracy, we had a comment at the podium. Will the warranty for the work be for the same time frame mm -hmm. as the contract itself? Yes. Okay. I'll move this item. Second. Great. Motion to donate. Second. Lucan, all in favor? Aye. Aye. Tenney? Okay, great. Next slide, please. Next slide, okay. Um, so this is the first of three Sunnyside Basin Board actions that you'll be taking today. This one is um, a notice of completion for the Sunnyside Basin contract with with uh, Gelati Brothers. Next slide. So uh, this, uh, this basin, as most of you know by now, is a key component of the San Anselmo Flood Risk Reduction Project. And the action today it marks the completion of the Gelati Brothers contract. I'm gonna, next slide. And today, these are the three actions we're asking for you to take today. And that's the end of my report. So you would like us to execute the notice of completion, direct the clerk of the board to record the document, and authorize the release of retention 30 days following the action of $220,000 to July Brothers. That could, you can enumerate those the next time. That would be helpful. I, would, I would be Fabulous. Okay. Any questions? No. Any public comment? Thank you. We'll bring it back. I'll move the that we approve item 10E. Second. Motion by Sackett. Second by Rodoni. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Thank you. That passes item number 10F. Next slide, please. Okay, this is the second Sunnyside Basin Board action. It's for the mitigation planting CEQA addendum. Um, similar to the Paper Mill Creek project, now that construction is complete, we, our environmental permits require that we do mitigation planting. The mitigation planting required for this project was larger than uh, what was available on the actual Sunnyside Basin Detention Basin site, so we had to go to an off-site location to do the mitigation. We worked with um, the permitting agencies and did an extensive search 
Um, and finally, we were able to come along the, uh, decided to select the San Geronimo Commons site. Uh, the work that's the subject of this uh, CEQA addendum is primarily to plant riparian vegetation along a narrow band of creek uh, next to in San Geronimo Commons. The offsite uh, location was not considered in the original environmental impact report for the SAFER project, so we did an addendum to evaluate effects of the mitigation planting. Um, we found that there were no new or substantially more severe significant environmental impacts that resulted from this project. Um, and there were six comment letters were received, but none resulted in changes or um, impacts to conclusions. So um, next slide. Sorry, next slide. So our recommendation today is to approve the attached uh, resolution adopting the mitigation planting addendum to the San Anselmo Flood Risk Reduction Project Final Environmental Impact Report and to approve the off-site compensatory mitigation planting project consistent with the addendum to the San Anselmo Flood Risk Reduction Project Final Environmental Impact Report. Great. Mm -hmm. Questions? Anyone? Not seeing any. Public comment? None in the chambers, any online? Representative Mom Peters, I don't speak as Nikki. All right. I'll move this item. Second. Okay, motion Rodoni, second Lucan. All in favor? Aye. 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 Item 10G. Okay, so this is the final Sunnyside Basin Board action today. Um, we are proposing to use the San Geronimo Common Site for offsite mitigation planting. This site is owned by the Trust for Public Lands. So we are currently working on an agreement with the Trust for Public Lands for mitigation planting described in the prior item. Uh, once this, this agreement is executed, we can proceed with procuring services for mitigation planting to allow us to keep the project moving and to get the plants in the ground prior to the winter rains. We are asking that your board delegate authority to the district director to sign the agreement once the agreement has been reviewed as to form by county council. Um, in addition uh, to the cooperative agreement, we're also working with TPL on a lease that will give us um, control of the land for the duration of the permit, five years with an opportunity to extend. Um, that's going on right now. It's not the topic of this action. This is just an information piece for you. We're planning on returning to your board in September. Attached to that lease agreement will be this, um, the executed uh, cooperative agreement that you're acting on today, and that will be available for your review for information at that time. So, um, next slide. And let's see, where are we? Keep going. Next slide. Next slide. So the action we're asking for today is to delegate authority to the district director subject to county council review to execute cooperative agreement by and between the Trust for Public Land and Marin County Flood Control and Water Conservation District for use of the San Geronimo Commons site for environmental compensatory mitigation for the San Anselmo Flood Risk Reduction Project contingent on 
an action by your board approving adoption of the safer final environmental impact report uh, California Environmental Quality Act CEQA addendum. This item. Thank you. Is there any public comment on this item? Okay, not seeing any in the chambers. President Maltiers, I must be using the Thank hand. you. Okay, motion by second, second by Rodoni. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Thank you. Great. Okay, 10H. Okay, next slide. Okay, this. Um, this item is a budget adjustment for flood zone nine. Last construction season, staff reduced the baseline budget for interdepartmental changes to cover project expenses. Today's recommendation, recommended adjustments will reinstate appropriations required to cover staff time for the last fiscal year. So next slide. So the recommendation today is to authorize the Department of Finance to increase interdepartmental expenditure appropriations in the amount of $400,000 in Flood Zone 9. Any questions? Nope. Straightforward. Any public comment? President Mom Peters, there are no speakers in the queue. I'll move this item. Second. Okay, motion Rodoni, second, second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Thank you. 10 aye. Next slide. This is the uh, fourth amendment to professional service agreements with MGE Engineering for Building Bridge 2. Next slide. So uh, this amendment will add scope and budget and extend the agreement until December 31st, 2025. It will uh, help us develop final construction plans and provide construction support. Uh, MG MGE has the uh, specialty of structural engineering and that will be the venue that they'll be working for us in. Next slide. Here are the recommendations for t this item. Number one, we authorize, number one is to authorize the president to execute this fourth amendment to professional services agreement with MGE Engineering, Inc., increasing the amount of the contract by $30,000 for a new total not to exceed cost of $150,598 and extending the contract period through December 31st, 2025. And the second item is action is authorize the Department of Finance to increase expenditure appropriations in the amount of $30,000 in Flood Zone 9. That's Thank you. Okay, uh, any public comment on this item? Lieutenant Mullen Peters, there are no speakers in the queue. Okay, would somebody move this? I'd like to. Yeah. Certainly. <clears throat> Tracy, last month when we met, I thought I heard, it wasn't certain whether the BAPL was needed so are we just doing this as a uh, just in case we're doing the design? Yes, uh, that's our our preferred method is to go without baffle because we realize the full benefits of the project immediately. However, we um, there are some things that may be beyond our control uh, that we want to have this as an alternative in case there are some unforeseen circumstances that arise. 
<clears throat> Dennis, would you be willing to move this? I move to move this, thank you. Okay. Second. Thank you. A motion Rodoni, second by Lucan. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Okay. That brings us to 10J. Next item. This item is for a creek maintenance agreement for Raphael Meadows. For the, for the last, um, since 2012, next slide please. Uh, since 2012, Flood Zone 6 has been helping the city fund creek maintenance activities in Raphael Meadows. Uh, Raphael Meadows or Flood Zone 6 is completely inside the San Rafael city limits and um, that's why we have, and that was uh, annexed after the original creation of the zone. Um, but over the course of the last several years, the uh, city has been, the cost to do maintenance work has increased above the amount that they've been getting compensated by the flood zone. And recently we were informed that the, uh, the average annual cost of maintenance for the city was $35,000 a year. Uh, we were only reimbursing them around four, uh, $4,000 a year or some smaller amount. Um, and the advisory board recommended increasing that amount up to $28,000 a year for five years. Okay. Um, <clears throat> next slide. So the recommendation before you today is to authorize the president to execute the creek maintenance agreement with the city of San Rafael in the amount of $28,000 per, per fiscal year, July 1st through June 30th, for a total sum not to exceed $140,000 over the five-year agreement period. Number two, authorize the Department of Finance to increase expenditure appropriations in flood zone six by $20,000. So Tracy, can, just to make sure I understand this, the, the city asked for $35,000 in right. annual reimbursement. The advisory board voted and said $28,000. And That's so right. your recommendation is $28,000 rather right. than the 35. That's right. And, and, and there's a balance of over $500,000 in that budget for this zone? You know, I'm, I'm not sure if I, I mentioned that in the staff report. I don't recall off the top of my head. I'm sorry about that. Um, but it is significant, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. So I guess what I'm trying to understand is why are we not reimbursing the full cost of the project given that there is a uh, significant fund balance? I'm not sure. I, I wasn't there at this at the advisory board meeting that happened before I started, and I haven't seen that the details of that conversation were not included in the advisory board minutes for that meeting. Um, this we are trying to respect the advisory board's recommendations. I could find out more information if you'd like to postpone this for another month. But um, I feel like the uh, one of the things. Uh, that it, the, there's, there's some time constraints to this item so that the city of San Rafael can get the work done and get reimbursed for the work this summer. Hi, Berenice Davidson, Assistant Director in Public Works. I have a, just a little bit more background. 
The original agreement uh, for this zone is very old. In the original agreement, I believe the funds to go to San Rafael for the maintenance component was at $8,000. And in the discussions with the advisory board, San Rafael asked for the 35. The board simply saw that it was best to just approve the 20,000 additional per year. There was really no further discussion other than work with the city of San Rafael and a bigger discussion as to how we're moving forward with the zone as opposed to just the maintenance component given that the original agreement was for the district to perform some major capital improvement project which we have none in uh, programmed given that there's been substantial amounts of work happening in that zone due to the construction of the smart um, trails and also the subdivision that occurred. And as Tracy mentioned earlier, um, Supervisor Sackett, we have an internal meeting to discuss how to move forward with Flat Zone 6, and that's going to be a bigger conversation with your office and the city of San Rafael. But for now, uh, we're asking for the additional 20000 per year for the next five years. Okay, and, and I support that um, decision-making. I appreciate the background with the understanding that we're going to have a bigger picture discussion, and I think that's scheduled in the next month or so. So I'd be happy to move this item. Second. Thank you. Uh, motion Sackett, second Rodoni. I didn't call for public comment. Nobody in the chambers. President Mall Peters, our house speakers in the queue. Okay, we have a motion and a second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Okay. Uh, 10K. Next slide. Next slide. Okay, this is it. Um, this item is to uh, award request of proposals for the Santa Venetia Timber Reinforced Berm Repairs. Next slide. So Santa Venetia is protected from tidal inundation by a timber reinforced berm and levee. We do annual inspections to help prioritize maintenance. And during last year's inspection, we identified several high priority repair locations. At our last Zone 7 Advisory Board meeting, they recommended a $300,000 budget for levee repairs this year. We sent out a request for proposals this summer and received six proposals back. M3 Integrated Services Inc. was selected as the most qualified bidder. So based on this information, we have the following recommendations. Next slide. Award RFP number 2838 to M3 Integrated Services for a base price of $273,775 plus a $25,000 contingency with 9.1% for a total amount not to exceed $298,775. Number two, authorize the Director of Finance to increase expenditure appropriations in the amount of $150,000 in Flood Zone 7 uh, Fund 3270. Okay, thank you. <coughs> Any questions? I don't know whose district this is in. I have a, a question. Thank yep. you, Tracy. Can you tell me about uh, um, the landlords, whether they've been, or sorry, the landowners, whether they've been approached on this project and what kind of 
um, interactions we've had to date and whether there's agreement to do this work. We have individually contacted each uh, property owner and we have a right to enter from the property owners to do the maintenance work and um, they have been executed, the rights to enter. And, and they were all actually very pleased and um, happy that the project was happening. Great, I really appreciate that. I feel like that's a step in uh, the right direction with um, this project and this community, both the temporary and the long-term, so I appreciate that. Okay, I'll call for any public comment. Seeing none in the chambers. Oh, yes, please. So I wrote you all a letter. With Give us your name, please. Oh, I'm sorry. Sure. My name is Frances Nunez, and I did write you a letter, and there were attachments on it. So I'm hoping you all read it. I was surprised that Tracy what didn't wasn't given a copy. I assumed that she would have been, but um, anyway. Um, one thing um, before I get to the subject of the letter. Um, I would just like to say that one thing that Tracy did not mention is that the levy repairs that are being done, um, all the properties are on county land. And um, most of the levy is on private parcels, but the ones that are being prioritized for this repair right now are on county land. And I had had um, somebody, Lou Demerol, come over and look at my, the levy on my property because it's rotting out. Oh, the exterior boards have never been replaced. And he said that the property next door was much worse because a whole board was missing. Um, and after that, I suggested, I'm not saying that my property should be fixed but I suggested that there be a list of all the properties, all the levies prioritized by the highest need. And I really doubt that the highest need is exclusively on the county land. So I just want to make that point that I think the criteria for prioritization should be different to protect the neighborhood. Um, and what I wrote you the letter about was the, that the actual tidal heights for the last three and a half months, according to NOAA data, which is documented on the Public Works um, website, is that um, the actual tidal height has been up to a foot higher than the predicted height, and it's averaged about a half a foot. Um, and the problem is there is no gauge on Santa Venetia, um, Galenas Creek. There's a gauge on Novato Creek, uh, Coyote Creek, which are both tidal. So what we have to do is look at the NOAA um, tidal stations around the bay. And all three of the tidal stations on the Marin Map website are showing the same elevated tidal heights, and that directly corresponds with the USGS um, 
investigation of the 1997-98 El Nino year um, tidal heights. And they went back 100 years of records, they did all kinds of studies, and this is following exactly the same thing. Once the warm waters, um, there's something called a Kelvin wave, I don't know if you've read any of this, Okay. But, but once the warm waters kick in, okay, I just want to say once to, it's, it's much, it is, which is starting to happen now, when the waters get warmer, there will be thermal expansion, tidal heights will be higher. The point is that on page 21 of this document, it says that in advance of um, combined storm and predicted high tide above six feet, or predicted high tide above seven feet, the contractor has to take measures to protect the um, property if they've torn off, what they have to tear off the top three feet of the TRB to replace it. So once it's lowered and it's at that level, if this, these two, either of these two things happen, they have to protect it. There's nothing in there that says that they need to protect it if the tidal height is higher just because of anomaly, which is not really anomaly because it's... Okay, good point. And I, I see Tracy's looking and taking notes. So you're requesting they consider this, this year's climate difference, El Nino. Is that right? What? I'm sorry. You're, you're requesting consideration of this, this I, El I Nino year. I am requesting that you don't approve this item. This is about the last page, the last sentence of my, to get to the bottom line of my, right. my letter here. Right. That you don't approve this item without requiring appropriate language changes that will ensure that the contractor take the necessary steps to protect the neighborhood from high water in the event from water, to protect from water overflows at all times during the repair process. Thank you, thanks very much. Okay, is, uh, thank you for those comments and uh, um, does Dra can Tracy have a copy of your letter? <laughs> I, I just wanna say that I did ask for a copy that, of the list of all the levy repairs needed because I was told that mine went on the list and I would like to know if that list has been made Okay. If there is a list that shows what lever repairs are, are made and when they were last inspected. Okay. Thank you. Is there any comment online? Representative Walton Peters, there are no speakers in the queue. Okay. I'm going to bring it back. Tracy, is there anything you would like to add uh, to your comments on this proposal? I, I would like to point out a, a section in the um, staff report. Uh, I probably could have highlighted this in my presentation, but it does say the purpose of the subject RFP is to repair vulnerable sections of the TRB on or adjacent to existing county or district right away before this coming winter. Uh, the levy sections, we did purposefully select sections. There's a good amount of levies that are in um, the State Tidelands Trust area, which we have, we can control that area. The rights to enter were the portions of work that we would be doing adjacent to the levy, but we were not, we were trying to avoid the um, prolonged effort of getting rights to enter and 
control of the property on private property. That's why these sections were selected in addition to the vulnerability that they are presenting. And do you anticipate coming back in the future, do, do, would you be doing the same kind of repairs on the privately owned uh, we, parts? We are gonna do, uh, we do an annual uh, levy inspection every year. And um, I think there's some, I need to discuss this, uh, some of the privacy concerns about releasing this information about the condition of levies on all the properties. I'm, I'm I think that may be an issue. Yeah, but my question, it was not the list, and I hear you just mm -hmm. answered that. My question was, this proposal looks like it's for the county-owned easements. I, am I correct? It's not easements, it's They're state tidelands, but this controlled county-controlled area, um, and we will be considering work needed in other areas. Separately? From Private property, yes. Uh, yes, but separate that, from this proposal. So that's not, it's not gonna be until next summer, the next summer. season. All right. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I guess my question is, how are you prioritizing what, are you prioritizing ownership or are you prioritizing the need for the levy repair? I, I can answer that. We have a comprehensive list of all of the repairs that are needed. These ones that are happening are substantial. We do have other substantial repair needs, but we have limited amounts of funding. Uh, the, the fact that it was easier to obtain this access to these properties played a role in the decision, but it's not the only decision. And uh, we are aware of the elevations that were brought up by the speaker, that information we have. All of this work is supposed to happen in the dry season, so that would not be a, a concern for the construction aspect of what's proposed. But this, this, is, this is a project that has substantial needs of repair, and we're working separately to obtain grants to do a comprehensive fix to replace a timber reinforcement wall. But we have annual maintenance responsibilities and we unfortunately have to go through the exercise of choosing how much we can do every year, but we cannot fix the entire uh, wall, which is needed. I'll just make a comment. I, I appreciate it and, and assume you're using a process that makes sense for the project. Um, and I, t m my mistake was missing that this would just be on county and district right away in that staff report. But then the emphasis on how the, the scoring happened does focus on residential communication and communication in the neighborhood, um, which I think is a different set of communications when we're in somebody's yard, I think that does need to be prioritized. I guess, um, you know, when it's with county lands or state tide lands, I'm not sure that that should be the highest ranking criteria. So I understand we've got to do portions of this as funding is available, but it, I guess it would be helpful to have a more comprehensive view the next time this comes back of how the county lands fit in 
and when we're talking about a levy, if you know if one property owner is failing, it it uh, it doesn't matter if the county's is protected or not. Frankly, um, and I also know this is an interim step, but it would be helpful to have a bigger picture of what's happening in um, this part of the staff report. I did want to clarify that the um, relation with the neighbors is important even, so these levies are on a sliver of land immediately adjacent to private property. Um, and they will be working in people's backyards. So that's why it was an important criteria for these, this consultant selection. I, I just did want to point that out even though it is the two feet, we're talking about a two foot section of, three feet section of berm that's on this on public lands, but it's immediately adjacent, like less than a foot from private property in many cases. Okay. So they will be doing a lot of the work in the backyards. Okay, thank you. I, I will um, will highlight the selection criteria for making repairs next year. Make sure that's as transparent as possible. Thank you. Yeah, uh, that would be great, Tracy. And I think to Mary's point, to to uh, you know, because this whole area has been uh, kind of in the news for us the last few years, I, I would suggest c come back with a an overhead photo or a map of the whole area, and then the piece that you want to work on. Just fill in as Bernie say you did. Give us the context, and then zero in on what the particular piece is that you're focused on. That'll just help us understand and I think will help with the communications in general. Okay, uh, so for this piece of work, is there a motion to uh, approve? I'll move that we approve this action. Second? Second. Okay, motion second. Second, Lucan, all in favor? Aye. Okay, all right, thank you very much. Okay, we're going to adjourn as the Marin County Flood Control and Water Conservation District and reconvene as the Marin County Board of Supervisors.